Wonderful. Thank you very much for that introduction. So um, I suppose the key question to begin with and to introduce everyone to this concept is how did you actually come up with your concept of a universal warming protocol and what is it? Uh, well, to be honest, it all started when the media company began to offer ready-to-use vitrification kit with DMSO. And at the same time, that period, uh, we were required of CE mark uh, according with quality management systems uh, and European regulations. Before that time, I was making in-house my vitrification kits in our clinic, uh, following the receipts uh, uh, published by Masaku Wayama, Gabor Vaita, another guru in these fields. And I was lucky also to follow the teaching of Safa Alasani, who was a master, I would say a sort of mystic sensei for me. Uh, I was not satisf satisfied by the commercial media available at that time. A couple of kids uh, with PROH, probably it's better not to cite the brand. 
<laughs> we were already used to produce in-house our solution for slow freezing, thanks to the experience I made at University of Bologna with Raffaella Fabri, who was a pioneer in outside slow freezing. And I was lucky to share my lab at university uh, with her. So in my private clinic, we started to vitrify all sites and embryo in 2007 with different carriers and different receipts. Just to give an example, we use as a basic medium the TC199, like Masa Kubayama, or ARMS F10, as suggested by Safa Alassani, but we found the perfect balance with PPS. This probably due to our large experience with this medium with slow freezing. Subsequently, I was informed by Pierre van der Swarman that this was also his favorite basic medium for vitrification. So there were good times for me. For me, it was like being you know, a pioneer going to explore uncharted territories, like being in a Sergio Leone Spaghetti Western movie. So for sure, I was the less killed between all the others that I cited. Anyway, at a certain point, had the necessity to warm all sides, vitrified with a given method with different warming solutions. And many colleagues know that this can work. Uh, this works because the cell warming is just a physical procedure driven by the extracellular cryopotectin. Fabulous. And um, so... Are there any particular clinical services that you think universal warming is especially useful for? Yes, you know, at the beginning, uh, this was thought to solve my personal problem, the problem of my clinic. Then I understood that this procedure was thought to have a name and the literature to be used as a reference. Uh, for this reason, I made my first, my first uh, proof of concept article in 2014. It was published on Airbnb Online, and I used for the first time the name Universal Warming. In that case, I thought that uh, if I was able to demonstrate that uh, 0.1 molar of any extracellular cryoprotectant was efficient toward slow frozen oocytes, which are the most sensitive cells for cryo-injury, this protocol was for to be named as Universal, a protocol to be used irrespective to the freezing procedure. This was a revolution in my mind. I was thinking about the oocytes and ovarian tissue already slow frozen and how to warm them in the future. Probably I was forward looking because the majority of thawing kits for slow frozen oocytes were withdrawn within a few years. So um, in that respect then, are there any... Um, concerns for users out there with respect to, say, regulatory or legal limitations uh, using non-matching, slow freezing or vitrification kits for cryopreserving their oocytes or embryos? Yeah, thank you for this question, Stephen. Probably I'm not the right person to answer to, to this question. My mission was to help my colleagues for, no, doing a coming out and declare the off-label use of combination of different kits that they are already performing in the laboratory. By producing literature, my mission was to protect my colleagues 
so in this way, they have reference for a pretext that, uh, as we said, they were already doing the lab. Combining vitrification and warming kits is a common practice, especially for ship those sites and embryos, especially because in some cases uh, we don't have, uh, we cannot buy for regulatory reason the uh, matching uh, warming kits for the frozen outside for the vitrified outside or embryos. Yeah, and I, I can imagine that if a, a company withdraws its slow freezing or vitrification media um, during, let's say, long-term cryostorage of oocytes or embryos or plasticists, um, you have to wonder what options are actually available to um, IVF centers in, in, in that event. Of course, <laughs> I would say the Parmigianis Universal Warming Kit. <laughs> so the Parmigianis Universal Warming with 0.1 of extracellular cryopotent. Uh, this is the option. Uh, this can be performed with any kit. Uh, by, by just respecting, this is my suggestion, timing and volumes in order to be protected by the already published literature. Again, coming back to some of the more specifics of the of the protocols, you, you mentioned how important, you know, keeping to um, the SOP in terms of timings, etc. are. So, um, when it comes to warming, how important is the absolute volume of the warming, the initial warming solution? Yeah. So, thank you. Uh, I think that so. This is a very important question. In my opinion, the volumes and the temperature are crucial. This is the only factor that we should maintain fixed in order to obtain excellent results with any kit and any carrier. Uh, Large volumes guarantee solution stability and osmolarity. Of course, many embryologists declare declared to obtain excellent results by using just 100 or 500 microliters uh, of vitrification solution and, uh, and of 500 microliters of 0.1 extracellular crepitant solution at warming. Uh, I, I believe them. I believe them. Uh, and also the instruction for use of many kids are suggesting to use microdrops. Uh, this is possible, uh, but I'm proud to be the, the dummy that is continuing to use 4 milliliter of 0.1 solution at warming, uh, because I think this can help to, to use uh, in the same way the different kids. Uh, the worst situation, I think, is when doctors or managers and uh, I have experience about this. Uh, also, uh, other colleagues t- told me these stories that uh, doctors, uh, CEOs, and managers are suggesting to the embryologists to reduce the volume for vitrification or warming kits because they have have uh, heard uh, or, or they, they read that other groups are already doing this and they are suggesting this just to reduce costs. Uh, sometimes also the lab manager says, oh, I do this because I can do the double of the number of warming procedure by using this reduced volume. The cost of a suboptimal vitrification program can emerge 
after many years. And at the end, we will have discomfort for uh, patients, embryologists, gynecologists, and also potential lose of revenues for the group. So uh, uh, my suggestion is to use large volume and keep fixed temperatures. Yeah, that's a really good point about the um, the less obvious costs of uh, getting uh, vitrification optimal. Uh, so, you know, I can imagine that patients could spend a lot of money, for example, having uh, pre-implantation genetic testing, and then that money um, could actually be wasted to some extent if the vitrification isn't performed exactly. properly. And exactly. So it seems like a, a false economy to me for for sure. Um, yeah. So I would, you know, I certainly would agree with that. It's really interesting that, um, you know, your, your, your studies show quite clearly that you get comparable results with universal warming. So does this suggest that any observed differences in vitrification outcomes, uh, in that case, are dictated more by the composition of the cooling solutions or processes rather than the warming process? <laughs> Probably, as we say in Latin, this is a rhetoric question. In my opinion, it all depends on the process. Okay, of course, when use, using fixed concentration of extracellular crepitant, fixed volumes, and timing. So this is what we tested: one molar, so zero point uh, one molar sucrose uh, and zero point five, one molar and zero point five. Okay, of extracellular crepitant with fixed volumes and timing. In, when using this, any any type of, of uh, uh, composition uh, of, is uh, work worked in a, in a same in the same way. That's the reason why we are testing now different kits. Uh, sometimes uh, uh, the embryologists can say, "Oh, you are boring. You are always publishing the the, the same articles." But if you go to read well, maybe you you, you can see that. Uh, uh, in a publication, we tested the Kitazato with Irvine, and then Irvine combined uh, with uh, uh, Sage. Uh, I'm trying to to publish uh, about any any potential combination. Okay, so lastly, I guess this is the key question: Is the perceived superiority of one vitrification kit over mm. another myth or reality? Again, <laughs> uh, so my my literature, my, my my scientific production was focused on this and say that uh, there is not a superiority of one vitrification kit uh, uh, respect to another uh, vitrification kit. For me, the only superiority, but this is again my personal opinion, is given by the direct plunging in liquid nitrogen. Of course, it is possible to obtain good results uh, uh, with vapor vitrifications, uh, also known as supercooled air vitrification, or with, of course, the straw and straw system, which is the safest. But the time necessary to optimize these systems can be very long in a clinic. So uh, the open direct plunging liquid nitrogen uh, is what I can say is the uh, is superior to other system. Uh, furthermore, uh, if you use vapor vitrification or straw and straw, this system can 
you know, maybe the, the word is, is very strong, create a slavery uh, to a brand or a method. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think it's clear from my history that I rather prefer freedom to slavery. Well, that's a wonderful um, comment to finish on. So um, thank you, Lodo, and thank you to everyone who has tuned in to this episode of Fertility Insights. Please like, share and comment and make sure to tune in to our next episode.